Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello. Welcome to day nine. Focus on his eyes of fire. This is Gabriella. And we're still on impact through fresh insight. And I just want to start with prayer today. Holy Spirit, we just thank you that you are our friend, that we are becoming the friend of the Holy Spirit. And Lord, I thank you that you come with your shalom right now, that your shalom, your peace settles upon each one of us. And Lord, I thank you that we can see your eyes, that we can see you, who you truly are. And Father, every time that we are asking and seeking you for more, there is more for us, Lord. And I thank you that we're not orphans, but that we are those that have been adopted by you, Lord, that you have made us your own. And we're sons and daughters of the Most High God. And I thank you as you give us impact, as you give us fresh insight, Lord, that we will be impacting the lives around us. And Father, we just thank you for a new day, a new time, that you're doing a new thing and it's springing forth. Can we not see it? Can we not perceive it? Lord, let your shalom come. Let the door be opened up, Father. For those who have been standing in front of the door and it seems to be shut to them, Lord, I thank you that you're shifting their focus even. Shift our focus so we can focus on what you are bringing to the table, so to speak, Father. And I thank you. I thank you for the joy. I thank you that we have your joy and that we can walk in fullness, in the fullness of Christ, in the fullness, the Holy Spirit, the dunamis power that is within us, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. I I just thank you, Father. Yes, the prayer. I can't thank him enough. I am so overflowing with his goodness. And he just captures my heart. He captures my heart. And as I was listening to another message from someone else, they were talking about those who are orphans, those who still have an orphan spirit, which means they have not understood that they're royalty, that they're kings and priests unto the Most High God. They don't understand that they're daughters, sons and daughters of God. If you're born again, you belong to Jesus. That's what your inheritance is. That's the blessings. And so some of them still think they're They have all kinds of limitations and they're running out of options. But in Christ, there's always more. There's always more options. We don't have to run out of options. We are not set in a place where we can't move left or right, but we always have options. We always have new ideas, creativity that just bubbles up out of us. 
the Lord has always another focal point for us. So I just right now, those if you sense that you have an orphan spirit, if you sense that you think you never have enough, that's just not enough, you're just not really belonging, you're always uh, wondering if this is really true, if you, if you could really be a prince or a king, princess or a prince, if this is not a reality in your life, because the word of God, there's a scripture, and I'm going to go into it uh, maybe today or in the days to come, but it talks about the faith that we have that has to become a reality. The word of God in us becomes what the word is bringing, that two-edged sword, and what it's bringing to our innermost being, the word of God there is a reality to, it, reality to it. We may know the word. We may even speak about the word. We may even pray the word. But it has to become a reality in our lives where we walk it out. So if you just sense that you're always lacking, it's never enough, I just pray right now. And I'm asking those who sense that's part of their lifestyle right now, if you just want to put your hand on the top of your head, and I pray right now in the name of Jesus, Father, release your glory, release your shalom, release your anointing upon them right now, and I break, Father, let there be the breaker anointing to break them loose out of the lie of being an orphan. You're not an orphan. You have been adopted you are well-pleasing to the Lord because he's seeing you through Jesus Christ. So rejoice, rejoice, rejoice. Let there be a rejoicing bubbling forth out of you. And I pray that in Jesus' name, there's a breaking loose right now. Hallelujah. To step into the newness. Step into the newness. I believe from this day forward, you will read the word of God and it's going to be different. It's going to have much of an impact in your life because you're set free right now. You're free. You know, if you remain in the word of God, he will make you free. It will, you will be free indeed. Jesus Christ has set you free. So amen. Hallelujah. Focus on his eyes of fire. Of course, we're talking about Jesus Christ in Revelations 1. And uh, as I was ministering yesterday, Apostle John was on the island of Patmos, and that's where he had all these encounters with the Lord. He had all these visions and revelations and unveiling of Christ because it's, it's revelation of Jesus Christ. It's not of what's just the enemy doing or all the evil, but it's actually in the midst of it. And the, the part that we need to understand is that it's a revelation about Jesus Christ, what he's done, who he is. He came in the, as a baby in a manger, but he's not that baby anymore. He's the lion of the tribe of Judah, and he's the king of kings. He's a mighty God. And, you know, when he's returning you will see a difference. And we could see him even now as that King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And when John was looking at him and he was revealed to him, one of the things that he saw was his eyes of fire. And I think that's profound. That was in Revelations 1.14b. And then also in Revelations 19.12. And I want to read that to you. 
and uh, that's out of the Berean Study Bible. In verse 11, Revelation 19, 11, Then I saw heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse, and its rider is called Faithful and True. With righteousness he judges and wages war. He has eyes like blazing fire and many royal crowns on, on his head. He has a name written on him that only he himself knows. He is dressed in a robe which is dipped in blood, and his name is the word of God. Praise the Lord. He is dressed in a robe dipped in blood, and his name is the word of God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And the armies of heaven, dressed in fine linen, white and pure, follow him on white horses. What an amazing sight that must be. That's he is he's dressed in his blood. The blood is what makes it white. It's his blood that um, is like snow. It's white as snow. And he takes away our sins and we become white as snow because of the blood of Jesus. But like I said, I want to focus on the eyes like blazing fire. And that's Jesus' eyes. Because I could go off in different directions. But I want to stay true to what we're focusing on. And what I would like to um, share with you is on page 69. This is out of my book, For Heaven's Sake, Awake, Arise, and Shine. And that's the second book that I have written and published. I think that was published in 2015. But let me just share about what happened to me in Cyprus. While in the Trodos Mountains on the island of Cyprus, I had a face-to-face encounter with the Lord. During the night while I was sleeping, I sensed Jesus coming and placing his face on mine, and I saw into his eyes. His eyes were like flames of fire, and he said to me, You will see the world through my eyes from now on, and you are receiving an impartation for the nations. He shared some other things with me, and those were very private. When my youngest son passed away suddenly, he was still on life support when I arrived at the hospital. At one point, I placed my face on his face, nose to nose and forehead to forehead. This was much like the Lord did when he visited me. And he reminded me of the special moment I had with my son, and he knew how much this meant to me. During the visitation in my room in Cyprus, the Lord looked into my eyes and pulled me in deep so I could see what is inside his heart for me. I found the truth and the mystery of his love when he took the pain in my heart and consoled me by this loving gesture. I was lost in his embrace as I felt his warm breath on my face. The Father knows exactly how to touch broken hearts deep down and heal any wounds and even remove scars. He is a compassionate God who can sympathize with us and has mercy on us. So these eyes are powerful. These eyes, there's such a passion in his eyes. And I thank the Lord for it. So let me continue. This visitation was truly an intense time and it felt like I was crying and laughing all at the same time. I tried to be quiet because others were sleeping in the house. 
As I pondered what this was all about, the below scripture came to mind. Revelation 1.14b, and his eyes were like flames of fire. In his eyes of fire, I saw the passion he has for his bride and the fiery love he has for the world. I felt like I was diving into his eyes like an ocean, full with fiery flames, to see deep into his heart, filled with burning desire. His heart is an entrance to the heavenly realm. Seeing his heart, the Lord bids us to obtain from him eyes, to anoint our eyes so that we may be enlightened, gain discernment, and are able to see clearly. And that's out of Revelation 3.18. And um, that was about the ISAF, the eye cream we prayed before. And I just right now, I thank the Lord for any kind of eye cream that we need. That he is healing hearts right now. And that he's shifting us into this new season. That we can see clearly that our eyes are opened up and are enlightened. And that we gain discernment and are able to see clearly. Sometimes we only see very, um, well, partially. Our eyesight can be just restrained. And only and we see only partially and we only understand partially. But there is a time where he can reveal clearly what we need to see. And he can clearly reveal any hidden things, any anything that we need to know, even about ourselves, that we use this time of the 21-day focus to allow him to dig deeper. And let me just go into 2 Corinthians 4, 6. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Amen. That's a powerful scripture. It is tremendous how the light, he commanded light to shine out of the darkness. You know, he said, let there be light. And he's still shining his light upon dark things. And he's shining his light upon our hearts to give light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. So when we have that face-to-face encounter, we can see like we've never seen before. And we can see the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. He shines with his glory. It's tremendous. If we just engage, because if we just engage our spirit, what is happening in the heavenly realm, if we just engage and dislodge ourselves from just being limited by the things around us, the things that we see. You know, it's it's those things that we're not seeing that are that are eternal. Those things that are more real, that are we see in the spirit, but we can't see it in the physical through our physical eyes, because whatever we see in the physical, that's only temporary. Those things are going to pass away. You know, our houses, they will not be there for eternity. But the things that are of heaven, those things that are unseen, those things are eternal. And that's what I want to focus on, that he can show me the eternal things, that I 
have understanding about the eternal things, what really is important in eternity. And there's many things that seem to be so important right now that years from now we don't even think about it anymore. It's gone. It's vanished. And that's why he said don't worry about tomorrow because there is enough worries for today. But we are not supposed to even worry about today because we're supposed to cast our cares upon him for for he cares for us. But it's all those temporary things around us that demand our attention. And we just intentionally want to say, no, I want to focus on the eternal things. I want to focus on the spirit realm and allow the light of Jesus Christ and the light of the Father to shine uh, upon our hearts to give the light of the knowledge you know, we need to know the knowledge of the glory of God as well because the knowledge of the glory of God shall be seen all over the earth and then the end shall come. So he will show his, the knowledge of his glory, God's glory all over the earth. Amen. When the Lord's face shines upon you and me, we can see the glory of God in his face and in the eyes of Jesus. We see his fire, we see his passion, and we encounter the depths of his intention. When we speak to people, we look into their faith, more specifically into the eyes. The eyes are the window to the soul. And that is important. You know, we've spoke about that already, how important it is uh, that we have face-to-face encounters. We even... Speak to one another face to face and we make it a point, even our families, our loved ones, you know, take our time with them and look them in the face, look them in the eyes and see what's in their eyes and see if there's hurt or pain or disappointment or whatever because that's when we can reach out, when we can comfort them, we can pray for them because the anointing is upon you. The anointing is within you and you can speak the words of life into them. Hallelujah. I just just wanted to release that to you that when I had this encounter, how it shifted me and how I understood some of the scripture and it became a reality. You know, we read all throughout, I'm just going to focus on the New Testament, but we read about how Apostle Paul had the encounter with Jesus Christ on the road to Damascus and that the light was shining and he was thrown off his high horse, so to speak. And um, the scales that were upon his eyes, so those scales caused him not to see the truth. All he saw was the religious things that he tried to, he tried to, you know, kill the Christians and put them in prison and, He was so passionate about that. And actually, this is a good thing, but but the bad thing about this was that he was doing the wrong thing. He was doing it religiously, and he thought he was doing God a favor. But that's why Jesus Christ said to him, Paul, why are you persecuting me? Saul, that's when his name was still Saul. But why are you persecuting me? And you know the whole story. You know, Jesus, when you persecute his children, you persecute him. 
So when we cry out to the Lord, he comes and he confronts issues, just like he confronted Paul. Because I know his disciples, his beloved ones, they were crying out, help, you know, because they were ostracized. They were uh, strewn all over the place and uh, put to pray, put, put into prison, put to death, and so on. So he is more than able to cause us to be released from the enemy's scheme, to be released and set free from those things that the enemy has planned. And um, he puts his light right on it, and the enemy has to flee because he can't stay in the light. He can't stay in the glory of God. He can't stay in the presence of God. When his glory comes, the enemy cowers and he runs. So even demons cry out and said to Jesus, I mean, why... Why it's not the time yet. You know, you're going to persecute us. Why are you tormenting us? (laughs) The presence of God, hallelujah, torments the enemy, torments the demon, and they're cast out. And we have that authority. We're the same authority that Jesus Christ had. And we can cast out the demons. We can heal the sick um, we can cleanse the lepers and we can raise the dead, you know. What we have freely received, we give freely. That's Matthew 10 again. I think it's, uh, yeah, Matthew 10, starting in verse 8, I believe. So glory, hallelujah. This is what I want to share with you today. Um, let's go on to the next part uh, because I just want to add some things. I mean, you can still go through day nine. Of course, there's different scriptures. There's different things I was talking about. And you can just sit before the Lord and let him minister to you as you are ministering to him. And we just know that he's the bright and morning star. So let him shine. Let him shine upon you. Let his fire, his consuming fire, his refiner's fire continually refine us. And I want to remind you again that uh, you need to capture, recall everything that the Lord has been given you, what you have heard him say to you, things that you sensed and things that were revealed to you in the word of God. Maybe dreams, maybe visions that you have encountered. Write them down and pray over them. Just keep them on record. And let the Lord minister to you and show you things um, so you get some fresh insight. Um, Worship him. Just make time to worship him. To let that shalom come upon you. To spend wonderful, peaceful time with him. Might be some quiet, just quiet times with him. Just let him refocus you. If you've been running in one direction, let him refocus you back to him. And I just want to encourage you again, do a fast. Maybe just a one-day fast. You can start at 6 p.m. at night or 6 p.m. in the the next night. So you have 24-hour fast. It, It could be just a choose fast. It could be... Water, some people may just want to drink water for the 24 hours, and some will maybe do the Daniel fast. But again, I want to encourage you, 
to fast before him. He will honor that because we're seeking him with all of our hearts right now. We're seeking his kingdom first and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. And a fast is something powerful. It's not, and I'm going to teach about a fast in details. I'm going to teach about it uh, scripturally and what it really means because it is for change. When we start, when we fast, it changes us. It doesn't change, it's not designed to change God, to change his mind, or to change what he needs to do. That's not what a fast is about. A fast is that we spend time, and I said that before, I, to spend time with him, precious time, and it is designed to change us and to transform us and to show us things that we may have not seen before. And that even with our authority, it's increasing, and I want to tell you something funny. <laughs> I don't know if I ever shared that before. But, um, you know how years ago the children of God, the Christians, were saying, you know, I just cast out all of the calories out of my food. And um, so I've heard the minister say, and he was praying over the food, and he said, well, you know, some of you believe that we can cast out um, all of the calories out of your food and the fat grams to boot, you know, just cast it all out, remove it out of our food so we can eat. And he said, you know, and by the way, the Bible says, and these come out, only come out by fasting and praying. Hallelujah. I had to, I was cracking up because here you go. These are, that you've only been given that authority and it only, only comes out by fasting and praying. So, fast and there will be no calories fast and there will be no added fat amen so be blessed i'm looking forward to day 10 which is focus on the holy spirit we have done a lot focus on walking in the spirit but we can't do it enough so i'm looking forward to what the lord is going to reveal to us um what he's going to reveal to you this is the second week that we in. I think it's we're becoming more awakened. I'm even sensing that there's been a shifting in me, and I'm just really excited about it. Every year I do this. However, time I do this throughout the year, there is something new, something cracking open, some breakthrough, and the breaker anointing comes and just expect him tonight to speak to you in your bed. That, you know, even when you lay on your bed, he's going to give you a new song. Let there be a new song released to you. Uh, because I was, I've been encountering about songs coming out of us. The songs of heaven. The songs of deliverance coming out of us. But I've even been doing uh, deep breathing. And then, and then when I sing in the spirit and I, or I sing, I sing deeply out of my belly, and it just has been changing. I've been singing differently. There, There is a new anointing. There is a shifting there. There's a new authority there. So I just want you to encourage, you know, you may just breathe deep and go, Amen. Hallelujah. 
just want to encourage you to let him do a new thing. Amen. Be blessed. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.